This is exciting stuff. So we want you to get a T-shirt. We've got, you know, your size back there. Uh, so if you gave $5 or 5000 we want you to get a T-shirt this morning and, uh, and help us uh, just continue to sing, to shout, to prophesy over the development of missions in our house and in this ministry. Amen. Uh, your giving over the last three weeks has been $11,600. Come on, isn't that cool? $11,600. So uh, we, you know, we've got lots of fulfillment. These projects that Pastor Joel's been talking about, they're getting fulfilled. And the uh, fact is, uh, I woke up. Uh, quite early uh, Tuesday morning, drove to Joel and Melanie's house uh, and was there when they were awakened uh, by the pastor at the door and handed Joel $7,500. Him and Chase headed off to Uganda that morning. We've got a little video to show you this morning. Can we roll that? So we've got a video. New Horizon, I just want to give a shout out. We're out here in uh, Matukala just south of the Ugandan-Tanzanian border with Dr. Justice and the yes. engineer, contractor, Paul. Uh, this, is the, this is the home that you guys built and uh, we are just so proud to be able to be here. The money that you donated to bring in uh, the water pipe is happening and we're actually standing inside of the men, men and women's separated bathroom and shower facility. Right now, there's just one facility inside the main building, and we want to make sure that uh, people feel comfortable when we come here. Uh, would you like to say hi, doctor? Oh, yeah. Hi, New Horizon. Thank you so much for every good job that you're doing towards bringing this project out here. Thank you for helping us put in place this project. It's a very important project. It's helping very many women around this community. And this is uh, a facility, a project that is going on right now. We have the uh, PWDs, that is People with Disability Department, it's the other side. And we have uh, these other showers for the ladies. And then the toilets will be this piece where Joe and Paul are standing, with me anyway. Thank you very much and we want to say may God bless you and we'll keep praying for you and blessing you. We love you. Amen. So that's, uh, that's really exciting. That water, they needed the water money by Friday. He had to run it into uh, some kind of a departmental headquarters. And so they got that money to them on time and got that money in. So isn't that fun? So that clinic is now going to have water, wherein they used to uh, have these young men bring about 55 gallons in those jerry cans like we had up here, the jerry cans. Uh, they're going to be having water pipes right to the clinic. So a lot of you heard about some of those things that were happening. Also, we paid for his Boda Boda, which is a motorbike. Uh, and so he will now have uh, some better transportation. So we actually bought him once before, uh, one of those once before, and somebody crashed it or stole it, if I remember right. So something like that. So uh, we're helping them again with that. Isn't that fun? So that's what's going on. Your giving made that possible. Back at the t-shirt table this morning, uh, we have pledge cards. If you did not participate yet in pledging, what we, I think we've raised $671 in monthly pledges uh, for missions. So that, uh, that takes our monthly pledges up 671%. I want to encourage you in something, too. Uh, I want to encourage you in a little bit of just kind of tidy house thinking. Uh, is that, like, some of you gave to Chaz when he was here, uh, and you want to give to Chaz, and I would encourage you, do it through the church. Uh, and just put on their world venture or put on uh, your envelope uh, Ivory Coast or something like that. Uh, those of you that want to give to Sean and Lindsay, you want to give to some of these projects, 
Anyway, I want to encourage you to do it through the church so that we know of what's happening. It, we want to rejoice with you, and we're not hanging on to money. If you do it personally to them, right, uh, to their organization, that's wonderful and noble, but we don't know that you're now you're partnering with somebody that we brought to the body. So as we bring people to the body and we bring you credible people to the body, then we want to partner with you as you make these pledges. Is that right? So you make these pledges. You don't make the check out to them. You make it out to New Horizon. Uh, in the memo, don't put their name. In the memo, just put Ivory Coast or, or put uh, Thailand or don't put their name. If you put their name, then the IRS says that that's a personal gift and you can't receive contribution credit. Okay? So if you need help on how to earmark your gift, uh, then be sure and check with our bookkeeping department because we want every dime that comes in to go to them, and then we want you blessed with IRS uh, credit so that if you're reducing your tax burden a little bit, you can do that, and why not? America is the only place in the world, maybe, I don't know where you can do that. I don't know of another place. So it's a crazy, wonderful thing, right? Is that okay? So uh, we good? Today we're going to close with the ministry fair, and we have pizza. And if you don't like meat, we have cheese pizza. And if you don't like cheese, you can have bread pizza. And if you don't like bread, stick around. We'll have coffee. And we know man shall not live by bread alone, but by every drip that proceeds from the espresso machine. I want to talk this morning about, uh, I want to talk about serving as worship, serving as worship, and uh, how we worship in our serving. Is that all right? So, Lord, we ask you to grab the atmosphere right now, our hearts, our thinking, our perspectives. We welcome uh, the rhema from above to, to quicken this spiritual atmosphere so that we're not hearing just from a man. We're hearing from you. We want to hear from you. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing from Christ, hearing the word from above, hearing rhema, living word. So we ask you to intervene in the midst of what's being said today, that you, Holy Spirit, would ride on the waves of these words and touch our hearts from above. Continue to lead us into becoming, into walking out that new creation that you've ordained for us and called us to, we thank you for it. And everybody said, Amen. Hebrews 6, we're in Hebrews 6, and so I'm going to jump over there. Uh, this is where we left off before we jumped into missions month, and so I want to pick up at verse 7. Uh, in verse 7, he uh, jumps in. This is Paul writing, and he jumps in with a little bit of a warning. And so we're going to grab that warning a little bit. Uh, and read that. I want to read it out of the New American, and then I want to read it to you out of the Passion Translation, uh, and uh, then we'll, we'll go further. Uh, today, we're going to cover through verse 12. We're going to pick up some verses, cover through verse 12, and here's what he says here at verse 7. For ground that drinks the rain, which often falls on it and brings forth vegetation useful to those for whose sake it is also tilled, receives a blessing from God. Now, of course, he's talking about a metaphor, uh, and in this metaphor he starts at the beginning of the chapter, and then this, this metaphor continues on. And essentially he's calling us, or he's calling the Hebrew readers, these that have come in to the Lord, they've come to know the Lord, they've given their hearts to the Lord, they've welcomed Jesus to be Messiah. He's calling them ground. And uh, essentially, he's saying, you know, that you that have come in to know the Lord, you've come to the Lord, you've come to, to know him, you're drinking the rain of God now. You're drinking the refreshing of God. And so let's pick it up there again. He's saying, ground that drinks the rain, which often falls on it. I like that. It's often falling. You like that? The Holy Spirit's pouring out goodness on you all the time. How many of you know that? Yeah? 
and it brings forth vegetation useful to those for whose sake it is tilled, receives a blessing from God. But if it yields thorns and thistles, it is worthless and close to being cursed and then ends up being burned. Now, this is telling us that they had a problem in the church of that day, just like we have a problem maybe in the church of this day, is that we've got people basking in the goodness of God, basking in the new creation, basking in salvation, basking in redemptive grace, forgiveness of sin, coming in to this relationship with Father, not producing much. They've come in, they're receiving rain. Their ground, their soil, right? Jesus says in the parable of the sower that the heart is like soil and that the word of God is like seed. And very similar to this right here is Matthew 13 and Luke 8, the parable of the sower. And he says that, and he's telling them that, guys, be, be super careful. If you're receiving goodness from God, and I think part of this could be happening because the, the dilemma or the, the dilemma of, of, of coming out of earning my salvation into having the free gift of salvation also comes with it this byline, this thinking that I don't have to do anything. And if I don't have to do anything, goes fast forward into my lifestyle, then I start maybe resisting doing anything because I don't have to do anything to be loved by God, to become a child of God, to be forgiven by God. We are saved by grace, through faith. It is the gift of God, right? But if we extrapolate that forward into this daily walk that now God calls us to, if we move that, fa if we fast forward that thinking into my daily walk with error, with doctrinal error, with inappropriate thought, then we can find ourselves doing nothing. Doing very little. And that's almost, it, it's actually going to be, you might say, uh, affirmed by the Mosaic system. Why would you say that? Well, because for the most part, most of Israel in the Mosaic system didn't do much. Eleven tribes didn't really get engaged in a lot of ministry. One tribe did the majority of what we would consider spiritual ministry, the Levites. And if we aren't careful, that's kind of the framework of the modern-day church is that the clergy does all of the ministry work, and we, as a part of the other 11 tribes, we just go to work. But that isn't what God ordained from the beginning. By the way, that is not what God ordained from the beginning. From the beginning, when Adam was created, when Adam was formed, it was meant that every single person would walk with God, carry the DNA of God, represent God, minister one to another as God. That's the way it was in the beginning. The law was added. Now the law's been removed. We've entered into the faith of Abraham, Christ being the fulfillment seed, we've become sons and daughters of God. God is reawakening this unity with him that we would walk as he's ordained for us to walk. Yeah? Make sense? There's another, another dilemma that, that comes is that most of us know what I just said, and so we get involved in ministry we get involved in some dimension of serving. We get involved in some dimension of, of working, laboring, giving. And stuff happens. Let me read on in the chapter. Verse 9. 
But, beloved, we're convinced of better things concerning you and things that accompany salvation. Though we're speaking in this way. So he's what he's saying. Even though I'm giving you this brief rebuke, we're actually convinced of better things concerning you. And we're actually convinced that you're going to walk with a behavior that's fitting of those who have been saved. For God is not unjust, verse 10, so as to forget your work and the love which you've shown toward his name in having ministered and in still ministering to the saints. This is crazy. He says, God is not unjust, so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown toward his name. How? Having ministered and still ministering to the saints. This is what I want to show you this morning, is that ministry to one another is worship to God. Ministry to one another is worship to God. It's actually worship to God. It blesses Father. Verse 11, And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence so as to realize the full assurance of hope until the end so that you will not become sluggish because slugs get squished and they get salted. You ever had one on? You know what I stepped on just recently? A slug in a stocking foot. Had to go out to the car for something in the middle of the night. Well, around 9.30. (laughs) Went in my sock feet. Stepped on a slug. I don't know why they want, I don't know why they tend to head toward the front door. I don't know what there is about the front door. But suddenly the goo was coming up through. Have you had that happen? How many of you had this happen? It's coming up through the cotton fiber of the sock, and you're like, off. Do not become sluggish, but rather imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Now, chapter 6, verse 12 is a prelude to chapter 11. He's going to get there pretty soon, and he's going to tell us about people that heard from God, promises of ministry, promises of fulfillment were attached to what they heard, and they didn't give up. We call Hebrews chapter 11 the hall of faith, right? They didn't give up. Noah had to build that ark for a long time. How do you know that took a long time? Everybody's laughing at him. Nobody's helping him. Everybody's mocking him. And he's telling them that these weird things are going to come over the sky called clouds. I had a word from God. Yeah, you did. Right, right, buddy. Yeah, a little too much uh, grape juice, buddy, old pal. These big things are going to come through the sky, and then drops are going to start coming out of them. And the rhema that I got from Jehovah is it's called rain. It had never rained. But he was called to persevere. He persevered. He pushed. He pushed. He pushed. He persevered. Everything's against him. He continues in that which he's called to do. Having also received a promise from God. And his promise, by the way, was life preservation, new covenant, fresh start. I'm going to set you aside. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Wow. So he says, I don't want you to become sluggish, but I want you to become like those who inherit the promises through faith and patience. Patience, This kind of patience is not like, I'll wait and see if God does that. This word patience means steadfast pressure until the breakthrough comes. This patience means pushing and moving and working with God until the breakthrough comes. Until I have my answer, I will continue to apply. And, it's, and a better word for it is patient endurance or persevering endurance, right? And that's what God's saying to us with regard to our calling, our place, the body, the body life, who we are, how, he's, how we're to walk, 
This is what he's saying to us. I want you to hear it out of the Passion Translation. Having said this, the, the brief rebuke, remember the brief rebuke? Having said this, beloved, we are fully convinced that there are more beautiful and excellent things which flow out of your salvation. For God the faithful one is not unfair. How can he forget the work which you've done for him? He remembers the love you demonstrate as you continually serve his beloved ones for the glory of his name. But we long to see you passionately advance until the end and find your hope fulfilled. So don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm, but follow the example of those who fully received what God promised because of their strong faith and patient endurance. Well, that was a good place to shout right there. You missed a good shouting spot. Woo! Last week, uh, last week we did this transformation, and I think it looks pretty good. You like it? So, you know, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, I think it was 8 years ago, we built the White Sykes. And uh, so then we've been, uh, we've been thinking about tearing down the White Sykes you know, for a couple of years. And so last week was the week to build the, the wooden backdrop. We got to stay hip. Cool. Contemporary. You like it? Do you feel the Holy Spirit is increased with the wooden background? Absolutely. The anointing went up three notches with the wood. But I'm here last week, you know, we sent out notes, you know, hello, can anybody help? So we sent out notes, you know, for helpers and work parties. Uh, I was here, yours truly was here 15 hours on Monday. Uh, I arrived at 5.30 for prayer and then uh, somewhere around whatever, I don't know, 9.30, 10, I'm going home. Tuesday, we didn't do it. Tuesday, we didn't have, so, and I'm, you know, calling more prayer partners, you know, work partners, volunteers. I got Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin Whistler's been here helping me. Jeremy Thompson, Jeremy Thompson, uh, he allowed me to seduce him to come. We fed, we fed, uh, we, you know, I promised food, teriyaki, pizza. Right? And so, you know, some of these guys came. Uh, and so Tuesday, we weren't here, but Wednesday I'm here. And Wednesday we're here, 15 hours. Thursday we're here, 15 hours. Friday we're here, 15 hours. Saturday we were here. Uh, Saturday I left early. I left you. I abandoned Kevin. Uh, uh, so so uh, where's Shane? Shane, you were here helping. Shane came a few nights. Frank, Frank came a few nights. Frank, I'm worried about you. The night we came, the power went out. Didn't it? Was that the night? Was it the night? You turned the power out. That was it. Actually, you know, uh, we had really good intentions. Was that Tuesday night? One of, the, one of the nights. Wednesday night. What was that night? I can't remember. Couldn't have been Wednesday because tribe was Wednesday. Anyway, uh, we had great intentions. might have been Tuesday night. But anyway, we had great intentions, and we were really ramping up. We had some good food. And then all at once, a tree fell two blocks away on a, on a transformer, and it blew up. And uh, I told the guys, actually, it was God saving us, right? Because we had one of the walls up here, and then the walls was falling on us. And so uh, that night, we went home. God gave us a new plan. I came back the next morning. We cut the wall to pieces and hauled it out. Glory to God. <laughs> it was the original decorative wall from 2004. And it needed to go away, so... That was wisdom. Thank you, Lord. The power outage brought us wisdom. Anyway, some of you are helping. Uh, Saturday, I left Kevin and some of you here and went. Uh, I left about 6, 6.30, something like that. So that was a good, you know, 10-hour day, 11-hour day, something like that. Okay. So um, here's what happened a few times during the week, and I'm just being vulnerable. Ha what happened a few times during the week uh, and this is the way sometimes our serving can go, right? Is that I started off with great enthusiasm to remodel the stage. But uh, on Wednesday morning, what had happened on Tuesday, I had a rhema. I had a revelation. I'm going to hire somebody. 
So I lined up some framers to come. So Wednesday morning, I went to the lumber store and I bought the lumber. Showed up with the pickup truck Wednesday morning. And as I'm pulling in, I get a text from one of the framers. Not going to work. My truck's broke down. So I'm like, oh, boy. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So I will admit to you, I, w- I want to admit to you, that I was visited off and on throughout the week by thoughts and imaginations I had to take captive. Like, why am I doing this anyway? Is the anointing actually going to increase? Like, where is my help? Like, I can't believe I'm so dumb I get myself into these situations. How come that person didn't show up? Who needs a different stage anyway? I'm obviously the real Christian in this church and the only one. What are the rest of these people doing while I'm in peril? Their pastor is perishing and they're watching television. Abandonment, betrayal, retreat, pride, bitterness, discouragement, self-pity, overeating, should have seen how much teriyaki I had, judging others, right? Now, now by God's grace, uh, by God's grace, I held my composure. And what was happening as these little things were hitting me, I was realizing this is demonic. This is not me. And by the way, this is, this is Romans 8, is that when stuff's hitting you that's not of God, it's not of you either. If stuff's visiting your heart and your imagination that is not of the new creation, it's not of you. So you have permission to resist it instead of listen to it. And by the way, if I would have listened to any of those little thoughts, wow, there goes my attitude and there goes my blessing. He says in the verses we started with today, the ground that receives all of this refreshment, if that ground produces fruit, then that ground will also receive an additional blessing. Now, you're already blessed. You're already blessed to be God's kid. But now, if you start bearing fruit as a son or a daughter of God, there's an additional blessing for you. And I would have thrown mine right out the vacuum cleaner hose if I would have continued to listen, right? And so I found myself, oh, the Lord rebuked that. Oh, get out of here. Oh, go. No, I'm not. All right, right. And I found myself... And you know what I think, and I tell you this story. I, I don't tell you this to brag on me, by the way, or to fall under condemnation because I, I'm such a bad person and I obviously need deliverance. But rather, I'm telling you this because I was being visited by the demonic and I'm telling you that I have to fight the same battles you do. Every one of us have to fight these battles. And every one of us, we're going to get engaged in ministry. We're going to feel called to something. We want to get involved in something. we got all these ministries around the room today. Somebody calls us. Somebody needs us. The Lord has called us. He needs us. All of this is going on. We get engaged. We're going to have opportunity to be tested. If it didn't happen last time on outreach, it'll happen this time. It didn't happen last time on outreach because eight people showed up. Today it's you. Today it's you. Today it's you. It didn't happen last time because we had a full band. Today we got three. It didn't happen last time because we had ten ushers. Today we got two. It didn't happen last time, right? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You are going to have an opportunity to be tested in ministry. You're going to have an opportunity. And if you listen, if you pay attention to it, It'll show you some stuff that needs to get flushed out of you. If you partner with the unclean, it'll show you some stuff that needs to get flushed out of you, right? 
Pressure, heat and pressure brings dross to the surface. That's how we purify silver is with heat, right? Heat and pressure will always bring stuff to the surface of our lives. And so I tell you this story to illustrate. Every one of us have to fight through serving. That, that we get bombarded when we serve and that Satan hates those who serve and he hates serving. Why? Serving is ministry. Serving is worship. Serving is worship. Serving is worship. Checking children in. Amy, down the hallway, checking in those new children, that's worship. You're worshiping the Lord. You're worshiping the Lord. You're worshiping the Lord. In fact, sometimes I think we ought to say no, remu no remuneration. I want to call this worship. You know what remuneration is? You know, don't pay me this time in green. I want, to, I want this just to be worship, right? You're not following me? Is this okay? When we come to Christ, we come to a family. This is meant to be the supreme family, by the way. The Wolf family is not the supreme family. The Lipinski family is not the supreme family. Your family is not the supreme family. This family right here is meant to be the supreme family. The exemplary family of love, serving, function. Function, not dysfunction. Everybody's coming from a dysfunctional family today, right? This right here is a functional family. This is a functional family. When we come to Christ, we also come simultaneously at the same time to a family. We're baptized into this family, by the way. You know what that means? You've died to any other family. You've died to any other family. You have been raised into this family. It's a family that wherein we are joined to one another just as we're joined to Jesus. Listen to this, 1 Corinthians 12. Even as the body is one and has many members, all the members of that body, though they are many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks or slaves or free. We were all made to drink of one Spirit, and the body is not one member but many. We're baptized into a family. We belong to each other. You don't get to pick these relatives either, by the way. There's, a, there's some in this family you wouldn't have picked. You get to love them anyway. Even Pastor Dwayne, when he's got that terrible coffee breath, at least you know he likes coffee. Come on. Then in this family, we're called to serve one another. We're called to serve one. Think of your family, your own, your own just nuclear family. Some of us are good at cooking. Some are good at automotive repair. Some are good at sewing. That's not me. Some of us are good at cleaning. Probably not me, but I can help. I'll help. Some of us are good at electrical. Some of us are good at fashion. Probably not me. Some of us are good at teaching. Some are good at mowing the lawn. All of us have a ministry to one another in our own family, and so it is in this family, and the Lord calls it worship. The Lord considers that when we serve one another, it's as worship. It's as worship. Listen to uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12 deals with this whole topic, uh, by the way. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Tempted to read it out of the Passion Translation, but I want, I'm going to go to the New American. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God. How many of you know this passage? Two of you, three of you. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy uh, present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. 
And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. A lot of times we just stop right there. Get your mind renewed. Do you know what the context of this is all about? Get your mind renewed that you might serve one another. Do no longer follow the pattern of Gentiles who only serve themselves. The word service is the word ministry. It's, it's tied to the word worship. When we came today, we came to a worship service. When you minister to one another, it's called customer service. It's all tied to worship. It's all tied to what pleases Father. Romans chapter 12 is not just about transforming your mind for your mind's sake. It's transforming your mind to serve one another. That's how you prove God's good, acceptable, and perfect will is in serving one another. And he goes on in verse 3, and he says, you do it with your gifts. And he says, to every man there has been given a measure of faith. And the measure of faith, he's not talking about saving faith. It's a measure of faith to operate in your gifting. Jasmine needed some curtains sewn up for the house. Joel is a genius seamstress. She made her wedding dress. She, she, she used to make everything. She's got confidence over that gift. Come on down to the house. Let's sew it up. Right? This is the way we function in our gifts. He says to each of you, verse 3, each of you, don't think more highly than you ought. Make room for others who have a gift. Don't think you have all the gifts. You don't. Calm down. But exercise fully your gift to the proportion of the faith that you've been given as a gift from God. There's a grace from God given you, and we need you to flow in your gift. And if you don't, the whole family is going to be messed up, dysfunctional, missing you. Is that all right? Sorry. So that's the context of Romans chapter 12. Each one of you have received a gift. God has allotted it to you, a measure of faith. And just as we have many members, verse 4, in the, in the body, and all the members do not have the same function or gifting, so we who are many are one in Christ and individually members of one another. Since we have these gifts that differ according to the grace given us, each is to exercise them accordingly. And then he goes on to name what we call in our church the motivational gifts. If you're wired, if you're gifted to be a leader, lead with all your heart. If you're a teacher, teach with all your heart. If you're a server, serve with all your heart. If you're a mercy, compassion giver, give it with all your heart, right? And then we learn that none of you is one of those gifts, but we're a bundle of a bunch of those with strengths and non-strengths. Yes? So he says, this is how the body should function. And, and, and yet with us, we have to be careful because the thing that I described to you can take us out of ministry, can rob us from our blessing, can steal our hearts, and we find ourselves feeling betrayed, abandoned, discouraged. Yeah? The test of serving. We have to pass the test of I think it's actually a test of worshiping God in a different way. And I think Satan hates it so bad that he pounces on believers and then they fail the test and they're disengaged from the body. And they're wounded. And, and we don't know we're not really a part of a local church. We don't think that's important. Have you read the Bible lately? They're wounded and they're broken and they're burnt out and they're fractured and they're discouraged and they're angry and they're bitter 
and somebody hurt them? Of course they did. That was the devil trying to test you, and you fell prey to it. Rise up. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. God's calling on your life has not changed. Get back in the race. Let's go, and let's beat the devil up through the worship of serving one another. We are called to serve one another. Betrayal, isolation, all of this stuff, it is the test of the call of God on your life and the test of the unclean things that actually need to be kicked out. Let's kick some stuff out. Amen? And we're going to win. Can we win? Can we overcome? Here at New Horizon, we have, uh, we have a lot of serving opportunities. I want, to, I want you to see this out here. Uh, we've been growing. Uh, our numbers, by the way, our numbers are, uh, the last three months, our numbers have been up 100 people Sunday over Sunday from a year ago. Now, that means more pressure on parking, more pressure on classrooms. Uh, Pastor Joel's back in the back today, joyfully serving in a New Kingdom kids classroom in the back. Uh, because we needed to open one up today. So we've had three on this side of the hallway. We needed to put the divider in. We needed to go to four classrooms starting today because you've all been having babies, and you've been bringing those babies to church. So today we opened up another class, and uh, her and Rachel, she grabbed Rachel, uh, and they're back serving today back in the back uh, and, and loving it. You have, you have, by the way, you have a lot of gifts. Miss Joel, she can preach, she can cook, she can teach, she can lead, she can administrate, she can be with children. You're like that too. You have a lot of gifts. You have a lot of talents. And some of that you've been hiding under a bushel or you've been framing it on, in some wounded excuse or maybe you've let the enemy get the best of your energy and your zeal because you were disappointed, betrayed, discouraged, let down. And that's the nature of how the enemy works. And by the way, he's pretty consistent. He's going to keep doing what he does. But you've got to rise up and do what you're supposed to do as a new creation believer. Amen? So we have other things going on. Restored life, we're coming into one of those, and so we need a little bit of help sometimes uh, with the seminar. But then there's about 30 of you that are mentors. You serve as mentors to lead people through their healing process, and you're hugely important, right? Uh, Recently, uh, dear Barbara has taken over the janitorial, and she's helping us. And uh, uh, Pamela and Alan come in every Monday, and Barbara comes in on Monday. Then they're back in on Friday. We've got some openings there. It doesn't take a lot to kind of care for the building and give it some care, but if we don't give it some care, then it it falls apart, gets dirty, and turns into a mess. So we invite you to talk to them over there. Barbara's scheduling that. Uh, Jeff Conley has started helping us with hospitality, and uh, he's giving some uh, covering and some strength to Barbara. She's doing the scheduling, still leading the ministry. Jeff's helping her a bunch. And Mike is going to be over there representing that this morning. So Michael Holden over here. And uh, so we want you to stop and say hi to them. I'm going to dismiss you in a few minutes. And what I want you to do is walk around and meet these department leaders. Give them a high five. Tell them how much you appreciate them. Introduce yourself if you don't know them. Find out a little bit more about their effect is, department leaders, would you just get up and go to your stations, would you, right now? Those of you that are representing a department, representing a department this morning, if you would just go to your station and just get ready. Now, they've all, they've all got some goodies. You heard about Happy Donuts over here uh, with the Nitro Kids. They've got some goodies, uh, and so we're going to let them get set up and get going. Uh, the rest of you just... If you would give me your attention for another moment. Shuttle ministry, we've got our brand new shuttle, and we like to bring people in who need a ride, right? So we always need drivers and people who care for the shuttles. Parking ministry, with the attendance growing here, uh, it's important that more of us help with parking, 
we're out there being hospitable, and then we get more people parked into the overflow across the street, right? Yeah? We have a brand new team helping us uh, in areas of the ministry, Will and Gina Johnson. You're going to meet them this morning back in the back. And Will is leading our video stream and helping us. And our video stream has gone shot through the roof in quality and uh, with sound and with streaming. That's really fun. Something like 30 million people a day are searching on Google online church. And so we want to continue to develop an online presence to minister to them. And we believe many of them will be visiting this place for the healing rooms, for deliverance, for restored life, for sound theology, for restoration. Amen? Back in the back, worship in the arts, sound and light and tech. We've always got needs there. Coffee bar, we want to be hospitable to people coming in. Directions is a brand new thing we're starting. We want you to go back and visit Dennis Santiago this morning and say hi to him, learn about directions. This is a brand new ministry we're starting in November to teach on money, finance, budget, resumes. If you're underemployed, we're going to strengthen you. Uh, that's a brand new thing that's happening. Food resources, outreach ministry, uh, Kingdom Kids, Men of Valor, Tribe. Tribe is growing. Tribe is strong. Women's Ministry, Inspire, and Missions Ministry. Amen? Some of you need to go on the next missions trip. Over here under pr prayer, we have also the prophetic teams. So Diane over there, those of you that are in involved in prophetic teams or want to know more about prophetic ministry. Amen? So I'm going to dismiss you. We're going to go to some music. And I want you to go. Now, here, here's the deal. You've all got this bingo card. Who, you got your bingo card? If you don't have a bingo card, put up a hand. Ushers are going to bring you bingo cards right now. This is your pathway to pizza. <laughs> pathway to pizza right here. Do you need a bingo card? Put up a hand quickly, quickly, quickly. Over here. Over here. Lights up. Yeah. Okay, Listen. You're going you're gonna to visit five in a row. Five in a row. Now, if the ministry you want to visit is not in your bingo column, you're going to have to visit six. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to visit five in a row and then go back and grab some pizza, hang out and have fellowship. So we have pizza this morning. We have refreshments. You got refreshments at the tables. You're going to go see five leaders, introduce yourself, connect, find out more about ministry, volunteer to get involved, fill your name out on their clipboard, and our church is going to continue to grow and expand, and we're going to touch and reach and influence the region. Amen? Stand and let's pray as we close this morning. Father, we welcome you to wash this region with this body. We welcome you to use us. We welcome you to train us as servants. We welcome you to raise us up. We welcome you to restore the heart of serving, worship, in giving our lives to one another to bring glory to our God. We welcome this. We welcome your anointing that refreshes we welcome the synergy, the camaraderie of serving with one another. Uh, we just shout grace over every person this morning, over every department leader, over every department, over all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go forth and love on one another.